Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Warm welcome to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning, the 16th of November 2021, 10.34am. I'm Mark Holmes. Great to be with you. Now, Going Greyhounds, let's kick it off. Feature racing this week in Melbourne, of course, heats of the Tab Melbourne Cup, as well as the Bold Trace on Friday. Tune in to Sky Racing Active for myself, Jason Adams and Jason Lincoln's coverage. Uh, we'll be spoilt with a wonderful program of racing back in New South Wales. Feature racing this week is the listed Middle Distance Championship with $125,000, an unbelievable amount of prize money up for grabs. And as we keep asking participants that come on the show week in, week out, you know, if they have a bet or if there's a story behind having a bet on their dog in the race, quite often they'll say no need to because the prize money is so strong. And that's countrywide, really, especially in New South Wales with the designs of the likes of, of course, the million-dollar chase and the sports just going from strength to strength in that regard, which is wonderful to see. Looking forward to that listed middle-distance championship. Also being staged heats of the Casino Cup. We mentioned the richest middle-distance race coming up. Uh, the winner to collect $125,000. And Beast Unleashed through thedogs.com.au signed up as the new sponsor of the Gosford Cup. Looking forward to the Gosford Cup in 2022, sponsored by Beast Unleashed. We've got a wonderful show for you with some uh, very, very intriguing guests, none more so than our first Steve Withers who will join us on the line, mainly around his own, well, his greyhound of the year in Tommy Shelby. Now, there's been plenty being discussed and written on social media, lots of chatter about what Tommy Shelby will do and where he might head to next. And it has been announced that Tommy Shelby, the reigning greyhound of the year, will head to the Melbourne Cup heats. Of course, this time last year, capturing his uh, inaugural Group 1, winning the Hobart 1000. What a deserved Group 1 that was to think that he'd go on to win an Australian Cup. And of course, a golden Easter egg is quite remarkable. That golden Easter egg performance, uh, simply sensational. That, and one that sticks in our minds in terms of uh, recent feature winners, Steve joins us now on the line. Steve, good to be chatting with you again. How's things? Yeah, great, Mark. Yourself? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Uh, it's been a bit of a while between drinks because uh, the Tommy show, he's had a little break and he's been doing his thing at stud. How is the champ? Yeah, he's fantastic. He's the same old Tommy. He's um, puts the energy into everything he does every morning. Now, uh, Steve, tell us about the decision to have a crack at the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, it was very tough, Mark. Um, obviously, uh, we're probably a couple of runs short of our absolute peak, but um, the trial was just too quick to ignore and uh, might have shed a bit of light to say you, you, you could be going a week better than you think you're going. And then there was the um, the border restrictions, probably tougher at the moment with West Australia and Victoria than they've ever been. And uh, the, the clash between the, the Phoenix uh, heats here in Western Australia, which was our last chance to really qualify unless we went to Melbourne and, and had a shot at the Melbourne Cup. So... Yeah, it was a difficult couple of days. Now, the uh, reigning greyhound of the year, as we've mentioned, tell us uh, tell us about that trial that uh, well went viral on social media. A track record? 
Uh, it, was, it was a hand slip. It was post to post off the, mm. off the fly. But, yeah, it was certainly the fastest Tommy's ever gone there. And um, from all reports and everything that we can find and, and see in history, it's, it's the fastest hand slip that's ever been around the track. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty hot. The sectionals were, were screaming fast. And um, yeah, it was pretty scary to watch. And that was at Cannington? Yeah, yeah, Cannington, yeah. Yeah, no, he, and he's done some of his best work there. It's like going back home and, well, there's no opposition, but just it just goes to show, Steve, that he's uh, he's still as quick as ever, and it seems as though the stud duties hasn't really hampered his ability. No, no, he's very excited about um, getting to the vet each week and, uh, and fulfilling his stud duties, and he's still excited about being at the track as well, and he seems to be able to separate both. I guess in trialling and coming back, we're, we're letting him answer the questions for us to see if he can still find top gear and see if he can still hold top gear, which um, clearly he has. He's never gone quicker at this point. So, uh, yeah, hopefully um, we get a, a good couple of months together with him. Tell us about logistics for this Friday night heading towards the heats of the Melbourne Cup. You obviously can't come across with the dog. Uh, I can come across with the dog, but okay. it really limits me going forward, um, getting out of Victoria, it's only New South Wales that's open at the moment to Victoria and then they're still quarantined to return to Western Australia so uh, it was kind of putting all your eggs in one basket um, if we go, if I if I went with the dog for this Friday um, I had no options if we wanted to go to Hobart or elsewhere afterwards so um, we thought we'd just be his first up, he, he knows the Greenos very well, they're a fantastic operation there's no stone left on the with Jackie and Kel and um, he, he knows the place very well. He's going to be really excited. So, uh, yeah, he's a big boy now. He can handle himself for one run. And depending on what happens this Friday, then um, we'll make my travel plans from there. What was the uh, conversation with Kira, the likes of Jody and Mick as well, with, with taking the greyhound across, especially starting with Kira? Of course, you spent a lot of time away from, uh, of course, your, your beautiful, beautiful partner and uh, the family last year. Uh, what was it, what was the chat like this year? Whether you go or whether you uh, or whether you stay and let the dog go by himself. Yeah, look, we operate as a team. Um, Kira and myself and the family and Nick and Jody, um, and there's an extended team as well. And it's never been about me. Um, it's always about Tommy and, and the team. We we talk through things together, and uh, it, it, it wasn't just me that struggled for a couple of days. It was everybody. It was it was a very difficult decision because you, um, you, you're not sure what's around the corner. You don't know what's going to happen or um, exactly where you're at. and Yeah, it, it was a tough few days. But, um, yeah, we got a bit of extra help from out in the community. There was plenty of people with lots of advice, um, some of it respected, <laughs> some of it not so respected. And um, <laughs> it was interesting times, but, yeah, fun. I, I can imagine, I can imagine. Um, now, what sort of draw would you like this Friday if you could uh, make a wish to the, 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 the box draw gods? Yeah, well, look, I, I guess we're not at our absolute race fit peak at the moment, so um, we're probably not in a position to be bullying our way through fields like it's customary of, of Tommy that that we know, but that's me saying that. That's not Tommy. You, you put Tommy in a race and um, he's just himself. So, But it'd be, it'd be fantastic if we could draw low down inside and um, just get an opportunity in that first 50 metres where we don't have to push and bump and, and bash and grind to get out to the front. So if he can get a chance and um, get out into clean running the sectionals that I've seen from him trialling back. He's going to put some real space up, and, uh, yeah, we might get excited. You're an extremely measured man, Steve, so it's not too often that you look too far in advance of Tommy's next run, but let's just take both scenarios. Say he doesn't manage to win on Friday night. What's the 
what's the next step for him? Have you have you thought about that? Yeah, well, it's it's more than just not being able to win. If he runs up to his trial, albeit unlucky, um, obviously we'd still look at probably hanging around into Melbourne into the Cup night sprint or potentially a max race and, and still trying to forge forward towards that Phoenix spot. Um, if it doesn't really go to plan visibly to the eye, then um, the, the reason I stayed home is that we can head down to Hobart. So Tommy had returned back home here and um, we'd uh, tied him up for a couple of weeks and we'd take aim and head down towards Hobart. Say he does win and he makes it to Melbourne Cup and, Jay, let's say he wins the Tab Melbourne Cup. Would that be it for him or would you push on? Uh, well, look, yeah, that's that's more than a dream. And you look at the dogs going around, I think that's ambitious to say you, <laughs> you could uh, win the Melbourne Cup. But, yeah, look, if he got through this Friday um, or, or ran well, I'd be jumping on a plane and coming over. And um, if he still went well the next week and pulled up with no issues, then we'd really love to aim up and, and let him have a rip in the Phoenix. Beautiful. Uh, Tommy Shelby, very exciting for Grand Racing fans this Friday night, heats of the Tab at Melbourne Cup. Now, Steve... I'm putting you on the spot here, but I know you're a punter, and I know uh, I know you've been very much in that wagering zone for for a big part of your life. The the news of bookmaking pioneer Terry Lillis dying uh, yesterday, I believe it was Adam Dobbin putting out an article on uh, on RaceNet. Uh, obviously, a massive loss for the for the wagering industry, a wagering pioneer. Yeah, look, it's it's a massive part of our industry. Um, obviously, the animals come first, and <coughs> they're the main part of everything we do. But it goes hand in hand: the um, the trainers, the owners, the animals, and the wagering. And um, we can't really have one without the other. So, mm. yeah, it's a it's a big loss to an industry. He's obviously a pioneer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's that read on RaceNet for anybody. Uh, looking to to see what Adam's put up. Uh, we can't wait to see Tommy this Friday and hopefully see you the following uh, week. Steve, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Yeah, it'd be a great result. I hope so too. Steve, with us joining us on the line, Tommy Shelby, uh, the Greyhound of the Year. What a superstar. What an absolute superstar. He looks to add a fourth group one to his tally. Uh, this unbelievably professional dog, the way Steve speaks about him and the way uh, Steve will... Steve doesn't put him on a pedestal. The dog puts himself on the pedestal with his deeds on the track, and now he's doing it at studs. So can't wait to see him back at the track, his progeny in the not-too-distant future. We'll take a short break here on Going Greyhounds and catch up with Jason Magri after this. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your summer workwear and corporate gear. We stock all the big brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD, NNT and Fashion Biz with the biggest range of shirts, shorts, work boots and safety gear. Does your business need a fresh look? We've got you covered with our custom branding service. Come in store or we'll come to you. Open seven days till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. From suits to boots, we've got you covered. Skipped breakfast. Sean, how are you? You and Nathan Lyon left Victoria and drove back to Sydney. <laughs> Did you not? Yeah. Road trip to Lino. That so would have been fun. Who drove? <laughs> Lino started because he wanted to leave at bloody sunrise and I was like, man, I'm not leaving without a coffee before having a sit next to you. Don't go to work on an empty stomach. He was carrying on for a couple of days trying to organise some sports car. And well, you like the Ferrari on the way out. <laughs> or you cr- cricket bag you, on the you, front seat on your lap. <laughs> what was the chat like? <laughs> Non-existent at times. I just, <laughs> I just stuffed Gary's bloody mouth with the stock and tell him to be quiet. Now shut up and drive. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. 
on Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Joining us now on the line is Jason Magria zipping to Seco, the one to beat in the listed middle distance championship. Despite coming up with the five draw, Jason, thanks for coming on the show again. How's zipping to Seco coming into this week's feature? Yeah, hi, Mark. Um, no, nah, she's going good. She's got the five, so she's had a good week so far, so everything seems all right. Looking forward to, to seeing her go around again because she's just been a model of consistency. How did she come out of the win last week? Again, she had box five and we spoke about it. We thought it might be a little bit icky, but you you, you made note that if she is at her best, she'll be awfully hard to beat. And uh, she was brilliant in chasing down Ice Cream Story. Yeah, no, she's come through the run good. Um, I was really happy for run last Thursday. She came out, she got shuffled back a bit. She, she was probably midfield at the just before the post, and she took a run to the fence and she got into third spot through the pen and she worked hard to get Ice Cream Story, but she got there at the end, which was good. 25,000 to the winner. Nice uh, nice carrot to be dangled. Um, what, are your, what are your main dangers here? You've got Prim and Proper to your inside who can start well, but may just give you the, the perfect drag over. How have you seen the early part of the race unfolding, Jason? Yeah, I, I agree. I I think Prim, Prim and Proper will be the likely leader. Um, I hope she comes out well, my bitch, and gets trail across. Um, the other dog in the red, if you can step and punch up, Whereas Rocky getting the race as well would be good. And then um, Super Stellar off the outside might be coming across as well. So it'll be a nice race and plenty of pressure early. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, now, that uh, would rule her out of having a crack at the Bold Trace, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it would. Bold Trace hoots on Thursday as well, but. That's the way I want to go off the pitch and um, hope, hope it pays off. And Adapto Records, just so good that it's hard to ignore too, Jason. Is that a fair comment? Yeah, it is. And that's, um, that's one of the reasons why I went back. I went for that race with her. She's never been beaten there. And um, she just loves to join. So you just, you've got to go. That's my opinion. It's, it's close to the home for starters. I don't have to travel 12 hours and it's just, yeah, I just want to go that way with her. What about uh, Where's Rocky? Uh, comes up in uh, the same race, draws the inside. Uh, I'm looking, I'm just looking and seeing how the race might unfold. He could get a lovely camp just off that speed you mentioned from Prim and Proper too. Uh, what do you rate his chances like? Well, if he can step and Go to the front, I, I think he would win. But his um, last couple of starts, he, he slipped at Wenny off the mat, but probably two runs back and his last two starts, he, he hasn't come out at all. He's just a dead. So um, if he can fix that up and come out a bit better, yeah, he, he's a show himself. He, uh, he can match it with him. With, with him, uh, it, it, talking future plans, of course, he, he's still relatively young. He's... What's he had? He's had the 17 starts for, for nine wins now and just his first go over the 600 last week. Do you see him being a 700-metre Winnie Park dog? Um, yeah, he could. Look, he's bred to run 700. That's the line. Okay. Um, it's a staying line. But um, 
at this stage and still trying to work out if he's going to run it. And there's still a few other races in mind, a couple of A's races down Melbourne way and that I can go to. And then I will probably give him a campaign over the distance in the near future. Yeah, right. Now, with with travelling greyhounds, you've obviously had a bit of success with it, especially recently with Zippin Niseko running second in that in that Group One. What, without giving away state secrets, what do, yeah. what do you do, uh, Jason? Do you do anything differently, or is there a formula you follow when you take greyhounds abroad? Oh, I don't try to change it too much, and I try to travel on the day to race down to the track. That's that's the best way I've found my success doing it. Okay. If not, I'd, I'd rather leave. And I could leave them down there. That's probably the other way I normally do it, if a trainer for the campaign. But I've, the last couple of times I've gone down, I've just drove down on the day of the race, and it's proven good for me. So that's the way I'm just going to keep doing it from now on. Niseko seemed to, to cop that trip pretty well. Where's Rocky? Uh, what about him? You couldn't see too many problems with him travelling, what is it, eight hours down to down to Melbourne? Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's eight hours to the meadows, and you, you don't really know to do it with the dog. Like zipping the circo didn't bother her. Like mm. she just slept the whole way. Like she was in a kennel and got <laughs> to the track, and she just switched on straight away. Like she she was there to race and come back perfect. And the next day she's bouncing around, running around in the paddock like she didn't have a run or travelled. But um, till you try it with the dog, you don't know how it's going to affect them. Some handle it real good and some don't, and it's, that's what you've got to work out with them. What about the litter mate to Where's Rocky Catch Me? Nero goes around tomorrow night at Wentworth Park, box eight. What are your thoughts there? Are we having a having a bet? Oh, there's a lot of speed in that race. Um, he's another one. I've, my plans with him is to get him up over the distance. He's, he's a relatively strong dog as well. Um, he trials real quick on his own, but his, his first section's just horrible. It's like 565. <laughs> okay. And he can't lead off that. He's always going to be midfield. And he's just got to learn to race and navigate his way through the field. Now that, that's his way of racing with him. Uh, Zipping Fancy not guaranteed of a run yet. Comes up as the first reserve uh, tomorrow. Uh, would... Uh, would uh, she be a, a chance if she was to get a start? Yeah, she would. She's She's got a fair bit of ability to beat over 500, so I'm hoping she can gain a start. If she does, the closer to the fence, the better. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. But she has, she's a dog to follow, I think. Okay, zipping fancy, put in the black book. Jason, beautiful. Best of luck this Thursday at Dapdo with at least a middle distance championship with uh, zipping Niseko and, and Where's Rocky. Thanks for coming on the radio again too, mate. No Thanks, Mark. Much appreciated. Jason Magri joining us in Going Greyhounds. Looking forward to having a chat to our last guest also, uh, Steve Kavanagh, the one and the only after, of course, taking out the Group 2 tab Ipswich Gold Cup last Thursday. We'll be back shortly here on Going Greyhounds. It's Cheval Grand! Cheval Grand goes on and wins the Japan Cup! The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. 
We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Pierata, winner of the Group 1 All-Age Stakes. Parada and Neck in front, holding Osborne and Parada takes out the All-Age. He was outside of the top five only twice in his 26 career starts, winning over $5.8 million in prize money. His first foals are arriving this season, now standing at Aquas Queensland for 40000 plus GST. For more information on Pierata, contact JD or PK from the Aquas sales team or visit aquasfarm.com. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Great to have your company. Wonderful to have a chat with Steve Withers, Ari, Tommy Shelby and his Melbourne campaign and what may lie ahead. Jason Magri just talking about zipping the Seco and where's Rocky ahead of the listed middle distance championship. Now we chat to a man that's already achieved great success with Many greyhounds throughout the years, but I'm sure winning the Group 2 Tab Ipswich Gold Cup on Thursday, Steve, would have been a big thrill. Good morning to you. Good morning, mate. Yeah, you got that right. It was a pretty big deal. Yes, yeah, Steve Kavanagh joining us, of course, for those that haven't cottoned on with Lewis Rumble. Now, uh, I had a message from John Bunny Brash telling me that it's Lewis Rumble, not Louis Rumble, because I remember speaking to you a few weeks ago about this fellow, and I called him Lewis because I'd heard John, I'm pretty sure, or someone else call him Lewis. Uh, it's Lewis Rumble, just for the record, isn't it, Steve? It is right. Uh, coincidentally, his kennel name is Louis, which <laughs> confused. Just to help things? Yeah, he's fine. Uh, terrific performance, sprung out of the boxes, everything you could have asked for in a, in a big final, Steve. Yeah, well, that's uh, his his method of racing. He's pretty much got to do that, although I was quite pleased the way he got to the line, given a slightly slow track because we had a hell of a lot of rain early in the evening. Were you a bit worried by that rain? Early in the piece, I probably was because it was absolutely pouring for the first three races. Um and then uh, it eased up, and got to say, the track staff did a terrific job to, to get it as good as it was. Now, Steve, you've tasted much success in the past, as we alluded to, but uh, to still have a dog as good as this and to go up to Queensland, Ipswich Gold Cup, a group two, must still give you a massive thrill. Oh, it certainly does. It keeps uh, it keeps you going when you when you breed your own and you get a bit of success. It's uh, It's very encouraging to keep on going, obviously. Now, sticking on your side of the border, he'll head towards the Casino Cup? Yes, I'm I'm looking to do that this week. Yeah, that's right, on Friday. And, gee, he'd, he'd have to be extremely, oh, without counting your chickens too soon, hard to beat. Well, he's got to, re- he's got to repeat the, uh, the the first 100 metres thing like he did the other night. And uh, if that's the case, he puts himself well in it, I'd imagine. But I don't know the fields or anything yet at this stage. Uh, his casino record, he's been there a few times over both trips. Uh, he's well enough suited there. What's your thoughts about uh, him at that casino track? Oh, he goes really well there, I've got to say that. Um, his first start in the maiden, he went close to the record there over the shorter one, but uh, he he has he won the Beef Week Cup there over the 484 and, and went nice. So, yeah, the, the joint suits him pretty much. What were celebrations like on, on Thursday night? Were you able to be on track, Steve? Oh, yeah, I was there. I can get there. Yep. Um, so all's okay with the Queensland-New South Wales border? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to go. you got to jump through a few hoops. And 
line up for about 35, 40 minutes to get over the border. But if you can factor that in, <laughs> it's all right. But uh, there wasn't much celebration, mate, because we didn't get home till 2 o'clock in the morning anyway. Yeah, right. Then straight to bed and, and do the dogs again in the morning. Yeah, I had to go to uh, the Palabar trial the next morning. So it's all on. Uh, it never stops. Um, just do, do you do you have a sense of uh, what could have been in that that Lismore Cup? Do you feel like you might have missed out there coming out and seeing him win a Group Two at Ipswich? Uh no, not not really. I'm very familiar with very familiar with Lismore and very familiar with uh, the mate Cookie's dog who won who won the race. Always uh, always his strength is his. Uh, his main asset, and uh, once he got a reasonably clear run early, even though he did bounce off the fence at some stage, um, yeah, he was always a danger. Very, very strong animal. Do you uh, do you set your your targets towards that the, the Queensland riches of the summer after the the Casino Cup, Steve? Well, I'm more than likely be looking at that uh, mainly because a bit closer than anywhere else, really, but. Um, I wouldn't rule out maybe going down to Wendy again for for, for a couple of races over that period. We'll just see how it goes or um, see how we get through Casino or whatever. Okay, copy that. Now, the Casino Cup, of course, repeating heats this Thursday. and then no, the Friday. Fi- it's Friday, is it? Okay, I've got Friday the heats. Friday, the heats, and following Thursday, the final. Okay, well, um, we'll have to get an amendment on the Greyhound Clubs Australia group race calendar then. So it's on Friday, and I'm... Tipping then, the uh, final will be the following Friday. No, the following Thursday, apparently. Oh, okay, there you go. Thank you. You better double-check all that. <laughs> yeah, lucky lucky you're here, Steve, because it looks as though the uh, the group race calendar might be a little bit off. So um, Make sure you we'll... get up early, because it's a day meeting on Friday. Yes, okay, there you go. Um, Steve Cavanaugh, what would I do without you? Um, looking forward to seeing this greyhound going around um, on Friday. You are absolutely spot on, Casino on Friday, and then the final on the 25th. So the heats on the 19th and uh, the final on the 25th, uh, just to clarify that. Thank you for bringing that to my attention, Steve. The, the dogs.com.au is where I've gotten all that information. That, so that's the best place to go. Um, yep. Steve, Louis Rumble, a marvel, uh, winning the Group 2 on the weekend, and he's looking to add another feature race to his CV, a Group 3 Casino Cup coming up. And then we look forward to seeing him hopefully in Queensland. Thank you again for coming on Going Greyhounds and congratulations, Steve. Uh, no trouble at all. Thanks for having me. Steve Kavanagh, the trainer of Lewis Rumble. Thanks for joining us here on Going Greyhounds uh, for a, another week. Of course, the catching pen tonight, Sky Racing 2, 7pm. Myself, Jason Adams and Jason Lincoln should be a wonderful show chatting all things feature racing as we head towards a stack of features all across the country from all uh, corners, including, as we heard, from Western Australia, heading towards the Phoenix and the likes, uh, also the Casino Cup. For any extra information, form, head to thedogs.com.au. Check the calendar there too, of course. And uh, tab.com.au or the tab app is where you can find the latest markets for all upcoming greyhound racing. Enjoy your Tuesday afternoon.